what is the ideal bass guitar setup for worship? Oh, there's only one? Well, I don't know. Is there? Is there more than one? <laughs> well, I hope so. Listen, what we're going to talk about for a few minutes here, four-string bass, five-string bass, six-string bass, right? Jazz pickups, precision pickups, humbuckers. Do I compress it? Do I put overdrive on it? All right. Let's start the conversation where we love to start conversations. First of all, let's get a decent bass player holding the instrument. (laughs) Now, bass is one of the best areas to get people started on your worship team. You take somebody who's never played music in their entire life. Most instruments look really daunting to them. Mm-hmm. A bass guitar is pretty accessible. Yeah, you got like, four strings. Yeah. Start with a four string for sure. And like show them where some notes are. Yeah. Get them some decent, you know, technique with their plucking fingers. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they have a little bit of musical ability to keep time and all mm-hmm. that. But like the bass part doesn't need to be super complex. In a lot of cases, it shouldn't be complex. Yeah. So I'm all about getting like new new people started on bass. I think it's the number one place to feed people into your worship team because it's one of the easiest instruments to pick up. It's the, probably one of the hardest to master overall, but yeah. it's easy to pick up. Yep. So anyways, what kind of rig should you give them? Well, we've experienced in a lot of churches, less is more, right? Yeah, exactly. Like good bass guitar, good DI, good cables. Yeah. Uh, what else would you need? Maybe a tuner to keep it in tune. Yeah. Or tune it ahead of time. Whatever. And whether you want to do four string or five string, a lot of that comes down to how does your bass player feel about that? Yeah. So like I bought my first five string bass when I was in college. I fell in love with it. I actually sold all my four string basses, which was a really dumb thing I did. Never sell your basses. Um, Because now in my in my older age, (laughs) I I you have more gray than I do. I, I do. I miss those basses. I miss yeah. those four strings. Yeah. And I read a lot of really good articles by guys who say um, you choose your bass for the situation. Most bass players agree that you should play a four string whenever possible, but it's anecdotal. They don't really give you any good reason except they just feel like that's what you should do. Um, I usually would play five string in a setting where those lower notes are going to be needed. You know? Yeah. I would say like in a worship setting, it kind of depends on your worship leader. Like if your worship leader is consistently singing in E flat. Yeah. Well, you could always tune your four string you down. You could. You before. could. I mean, if it's that consistent, maybe. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if they're consistently playing in keys, that it would be really nice to be able to yeah. go just a kiss lower than, than E. Well, um, or even something is dumb. This is kind of nerdy, gang. But like you take a song that's in the key of G, the four chord is the C chord. And on the bass, that's one of those notes that's kind of, because of the way the bass is set up, it's not as powerful as maybe I'd like it to be sometimes. Because mm. it's not really a low note, and it's not really high yet. It's it's yeah. C, C and D are kind of both that yeah. way. So don't get me wrong. There's some times where I'm playing a song where the chorus starts on the four chord. So it starts on the C chord. And on the last chorus, I've chosen, I've decided... I really want to nail that low C because yeah. it's going to change yeah, the way the dynamics. Feels. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, but do you notice the whole path I took to get there? I made decisions. First of all, I'm a decent musician. I've practiced bass guitar. I'm listening to the band and I'm thinking critically and going, I know the chorus starts on the C chord and I know the last chorus. I want to change the dynamic a little bit. Yeah. Those were all conscious choices. If you have a bass player just picking up a five string just because they thought it looked cool. We talk about people always shopping with their eyes mm-hmm. instead of their ears. 
But also, if you take a bass player who's practiced a lot on five string and they're good at it, then sure, there's no problem with yeah. it. As far as signal chain, one of the most common effects to put on bass is overdrive mm -hmm. or fuzz. Mm -hmm. And it can do a lot. Yeah. It can do a lot. In fact, I know a worship band, I'm not going to say their name, but they're one of the big ones. Um, they they make all their bass players play with the exact same rig. That's okay. That's a choice they've made. It's a precision bass, which is going to have a pretty punchy kind of mid-range, and they always run it through overdrive. So even if they're playing like a soft, gentle song, there's still a, a tidge of overdrive. Those are all choices that their sound techs and production guys have made because they're producing an entire sound together, and so it fits their music. It works. Makes sense. The problem you run into is when people watch these rig rundown videos. Yes. And they go, so-and-so oh. church, who's really big, uses a precision bass through this compressor, through this overdrive, through this DI, and that's how they get their sound. And you go and you don't buy that same bass. You buy a cheap version of it. Yep. You buy a cheap compressor. You buy a cheap overdrive. And you've never used them in your entire life. Yeah. Yep. You're not going <laughs> to get the same sound. Yes, correct. And un and unfortunately, you're usually going to make it worse. We were just in a church where they had a whole pedal board set up for their bass. Remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. And Stuart's sitting at front of house, and he's like, man, we're not getting a good bass signal. Uh -uh. I said, hold on one second. And I went Unplug the blue sky. I went sky. and pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, blue sky on the pedal board. You can get cool sounds. Uh, I went and pulled the XLR out of the end of this huge pedal board chain. And I plugged it straight into a DI, and I went and put the instrument cable out of the front of this pedal board chain, and I plugged it yeah, into a so straight DI. Yeah, so basically, bass, PA system. Yeah. And I said, play the bass again. Boom. And we're like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. So here's, here's where I would leave this discussion. The key to getting a good bass sound is making intentional choices with measurable results. So you make mm, a choice and then good. you all listen to it. That's deep, kind of like bass. Yeah. Make a choice, you all listen to it and you all agree this that added value. And if you put a pedal in your pedal board chain that is not adding value to your sound, take mm. take it out. It's it's not worth it. Bass is one of those things that we generally want to be as clean and simple as possible.